This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy-to-let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, welcome to this week's episode. It's all about truth this week. Truth of property investing. Well, I think the biggest truth is that I've been in property investing for over 20 years. And there are some truths that I heard when I first started that are no longer true. These were things that the gurus said at the front of the meetings, big stages. And my word, when I started, there were some huge super conferences in those days. These were truths that were written in stone like the holy commandments. For example, every seven years, if you've bought your property at the right value, it will double. Didn't matter where it was, didn't matter what it did, it will double. And actually, no one ever questioned it. And it was very easy to believe because it made sense of all the rules and regulations. Another truth was it wasn't about building a big portfolio so much as making sure that anything you'd bought was leveraged up to the eyeballs and that you'd got all your money out and recycled it into the next project. So you were constantly you know, churning over, but you didn't have to work out how that worked for you long term on whether or not this was sustainable. It was just that is how you do it. Take it or leave it. Well, then, of course, along came the credit crunch. And this is where the credit crunch is, where you see a lot of these so-called truths just completely disappeared, vanished into thin air. We're, believe it or not, 15 years on from that moment. And looking back on it, you can really see the truth and the fact that there are more than one truth about that period. If you had got into property within the last two years before the crunch, you were probably in your growth period or really going for it. You know, you'd completely got the whole thing. This is our moment. Off you go. And you were being encouraged and everyone believed that this was the future. We, you know, nothing was going to stop it. Mortgages were plentiful. It's very easy. In fact, at one point, you know, you could buy in the morning and remortgage in the afternoon and make 60 grand in the middle, so to speak. Simple. An idiot could do it. But of course, everything ground to an amazing halt overnight. And it was a disaster, frankly, on an epic scale for some. I remember people I knew and respected going under. There were some huge portfolios that got handed back. Developments folded because they couldn't get more funding to keep going. And particularly commercial uh, funding got called back because where I worked, we lost 30% of our value overnight. I mean, where was that in the truth? The auction rooms emptied. I'd never known an empty auction room where I went to buy my properties. I mean, it was standing room only and you had to get there pretty well in advance to get your drink and to get a seat. You know, property investing stopped dead as the old ways never, didn't, no longer worked. That was the truth. But if you at that point started to find property, because frankly, it was all over the news about what a disaster life was. Well, the view was that property investors never had it so good because, you know, properties now were cheaper. The agents and the vendors were desperate for us to buy and they were ringing us round the clock. Rents started to leap upwards. The rent to rent became a thing. So even if you didn't have money, you could suddenly come in to take over from a landlord who was in dire danger of going under and make a success of it. Now, yeah, I know rent to rent has always been around, but suddenly it had a snappy new name and it was being marketed as a course and people could access it. 
there was an explosion is the only way to describe it in private finance lending, because until then you could put your money in the bank and you got a nice return. But suddenly, you know, it was diddly squat if you left your money in the bank. And so therefore, property was seen as a very good sound bet from sophisticated investors and it was easy to find. So I think you can see there is no one truth about property. You know, for one person, property makes you rich. It gives you the life you dream about. It's the best thing since baked beans, frankly. But for another, property is the one thing that destroyed their lives, broke up their family. It bankrupted them. In short, if you talk to them about property, they view it almost as evil, something on a par with online gambling and should be fully regulated in the same ways that it isn't at the present. And for both, the truth is very real. And the other person's truth is not true. Depends where you're standing when you're looking at it. And I think there is only one thing that I can really put my hand in the heart about to say is absolutely true, whatever the temperature of the property market. And that is that success in property is only possible with action. Because I'm often asked when, particularly online, people are, are going to do courses with various people, they'll ring me up or they'll send me a message if they know me well and go, do you know anything about them? Can you give me an assurance if I work with you, perhaps that X and Y will happen, I'll be able to do whatever. And I can't give that assurance because action is the one thing that makes a difference. I know what I'll do. I know what some other people have done. And you, I can give out names for people who've worked with me. But are you, if you're asking this question, really going to put the time and the effort in that these people did? And for some people, it becomes 24-7. It's all about achieving in short term. And that's not everyone's reality. You know, not everyone can do that, frankly. And if you think about it, there's an awful lot of action in almost anything you do in property, even getting yourself signed up for a solicitor takes several emails and goodness knows how many bits of paper backwards and forwards to make sure that you can be on the right list and have the right ticks in the boxes. Nothing is very quick or very easy or can be done in an armchair. Do you remember there used to be a thing called armchair investing? You know, don't worry, you buy a property, you do nothing and the money will roll in. That was the truth. No, I don't believe it is. Certainly not now. So the truth is that I work with clients who work in all sorts of different ways in property. They have one thing in common, and that's that they've got a property business and they are lit up, frankly, by the concept of making money through property. And they do vary as to how they do it. And in that, do they, for instance, all do the stuff that they've got on their 90-day plans? I'm very keen on 90-day plans. I don't know if you've noticed that. Well, the answer is no, they're not. Some absolutely power through 90 days. They overachieve. They raise their bars constantly. They get amazing results. And even on the months when they are just consolidating or perhaps just growing their email list because they, they want more investors, they are still hitting every deadline they've put down on paper. Others have very good intentions, but you know, life gets in the way and somehow only a small proportion of stuff gets done. But they achieve on a lesser scale, but this is still a win and they're still earning property money. And sadly for some, their truth is that it's all about the talking and the planning and not the action. And they vanish fairly quickly. But, you know, often they do not recognise that that's their truth. They just find something more interesting and more shiny to do, a quicker way to make money. And that brings me on to another truth, size. I don't think size is a word that should be used to describe a property business or portfolio. Um, size has no bearing on profitability, sustainability, or the time taken to run and manage it. Yet at my bottom dollar that everybody at a meeting at some point will have been asked about the size of something, you know, how big is your, and then you fill in the dots. Not very helpful. It's comparing pears with apples, isn't it? You can't do it. But what is the truth about property investing? Well, I don't think it's about income. I don't think it's about profitability. I don't think it's about asset holding because we all have a different matrix about that. No, the truth about property investing is very simple. The biggest is that it's hard work. 
yet it looks easy if you haven't done it. The truth about property investing is that you can do it without passing exams or being brilliant at reading and writing. Just look around. Not everyone's got a degree and is a you know, charter surveyor or, or something like that. Majority of investors just get on and do it. They don't ask to have a degree or a bit of paper to prove they can do it. The truth is that you can make yourself rich beyond your dreams, all from your own efforts. Isn't that just the most wonderful statement? The truth is that you can make yourself rich beyond your dreams, all from your own efforts. I should think some people listening to this will be whooping now because they've suddenly realised that is indeed what they've done, but they don't think of it in that way. Well, that is why we all come into property. The truth about property investing is that it's actually what we all want it to be. And that can, in fact, be unnerving to some people. To some people like, looking in as they arrive and they're asking questions, they're used to going and learning things in a traditional way. They, all, they ask constantly about rules and how to do things. But there are no firm lines. and you know, It's all guidance apart from things like regulations to do with health and safety and HMOs and basic stuff, but not how you get to somewhere and why you do it and how you do all the financing. You know, it's a bit Wild West to a certain degree. And that really, really appeals to the majority of successful property people because they can do what they want, how they want to do it and get started and put it down. In fact, it's up to them. So the truth of property is that it is down to you in your mind and your mindset. Now, the most common thing that people say to me is, Rachel, the biggest thing about property, and this is true, is that property costs money. Well, of course it does. It's got a value. It doesn't matter where it is or what it is. It's got a value. And that is irrefutable. But it is not true that to be successful in property, you have to have money to do it. There are so many ways to get to where you want to be in property if you don't have money. And this is not the moment to discuss it. But you can borrow via banks or angel investors. You can get bridging. You can get specialist lending. The truth is that you can do multi-layer approach to finance and flipping your way to create your funds or JVing or whatever it is you do. But there is and a way of making sure that even if you start off in debt or on you know, with no money in the bank, you can get to where you want to if you have a plan and you stick to it. I work with people finding their own truths in property all the time. You know, everyone's been to property networking and watch YouTube videos you know, by the successful gurus. You know, they've seen property success in action like I did the other night. But we can only work with our own skills, risk levels and knowledge and get up and go. Get up and go is the biggest difference between success and failure. And that's where I come in. I create strategy sessions. You know, I ask the questions, where are you going? Why are you going there? How are you going to achieve it? You can't do anything in property unless you actually know where you're going. Uh, you can bumble about, you can be a happy amateur doing the odd thing, but it may not work out. And of course, I keep you accountable. So was it a bad week? An appalling quarter? We do all have those, don't worry. Um, life going to hell in a handcart? Well, let's talk this through. Put your thoughts on a piece of paper. What were the problems? So what are you going to action? How are you going to prioritise? How are you going to get out of that? What do you need to do? It is helpful when you hear somebody else talk about problems you're going through in a logical fashion. And of course, there is that moment when all you want to do is toot your horn. I made this much. I finished a project. Trust me, if someone I'm working with finished the project, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm there with them, enjoying every moment. You know, they all send me texts and, and WhatsApps and all the rest of it with you know, more emojis than you can possibly imagine is such a magical moment. And of course, it's business. Property is a very dominant world, word in our world. Many of us do forget it's a business because it is enjoyable. 
And it's only when it's not enjoyable that we realise that it's a business. And that's the same for most investors. You know, lack of cash flow suddenly can sink you. And there are rules and regulations and systems and mindset that I think you ignore at your peril because a business is what it is. You can't just, and of course, it's not liquid property. You can't just stop. It's all got to be done with thought. And if that's something that interests you, then drop me a line at racheltroughton.com. Rachel is spelled A-E-L, rachel at racheltroughton.com. Or look at my details in the show notes. Let's have a Zoom call and see how we could work together. Because the truth about property investing is also that your truth is in your mind and on your business plan. No business plan means you plan to fail. And I think you've got to remind yourself that your property truth is as true for you as the next person's property truth is. And they'll be very different. And I think you'll also get much more done if you're not constantly comparing yourself to your neighbour and perhaps finding yourself in the shade. We don't all have to do the big, clever, ego-boosting things. Now, I had a most enjoyable night last week at the Norwich Property Meet, where this was actually brought home. It was the annual top of the uh, the properties and five investors talked us through their favourite project they'd done that year. Honestly, you really couldn't have got a more diverse group of projects on one screen at the same time if you had tried. It was so inspiring. It was absolutely brilliant. And of course, there could only be one winner, but each of those projects was worth understanding and taking great ideas away from. And certainly for people who had never done property development before, they'd bought and refurbed, the idea of taking a a building and changing its use and doing something different was an eye-opener for them. And particularly one where the whole concept of this serviced accommodation had been round a staircase. It was a beautiful staircase, metal one and everything else. But when we saw the finished product, that staircase wasn't there. But when the investor talked it through, it was absolutely clear that it was the staircase, which proved not to be usable, had been the inspiration and about which had given him that little moment of realising what somebody could do with the building. And indeed, my word, it's profitable. So that was the inspiring thing about it. Of course, there was only one winner, but that I hope the person who won will hopefully come on in a few months' time and talk about that project. Because again, I think we'll all get an awful lot out of it. It it was fairly mind-blowing for all reasons that wouldn't be expected. Profit, yes, it was going to make a great profit. Yes, it was going to have amazing income. But it was all the problems they'd gone through that were what was really interesting and one of the reasons we eventually said that it should win. So property investors, hello, property solopreneurs, what's your truth about property investing? Write it out, stick it on a pin board, and then go and get going and take some more action and then some more. Because the number one truth about property investing is that you've got to take that action and then keep going. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.